Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So, if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So, if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll put it all together for you. So, let's get started. Today, we are in Proverbs and we'll be starting out on chapter 3. We'll go chapter 3, verses 1, and we'll probably get down to verse 23. So, again, as we start out, this is so far a call from a father to a son, from a parent to a child. This book of wisdom opens up uh, very nicely as a relationship between uh, a loving father and a son who needs wisdom. And it's written like that letter, but it's also written in terms of our Father in heaven to each one of us. And the father is sort of inviting the son, inviting the daughter, if you will, the child, to gain wisdom. It's It's like an invitation. It's like a little challenge, you know. And it's almost like a little warning at the same time. If you can receive my words, if you can receive these words, you will gain wisdom. And so far we've learned that wisdom, the beginning of wisdom, is the fear of God. So, the challenge um, is to us too. The invitation is for us too. And the question for us this morning, I think, um, and I've been doing some soul searching before starting this third chapter. The real question is, how bad do you want this wisdom? And how bad do I want this wisdom? Uh, Well, okay, I'll open the Bible and listen to the podcast. Are you listening Are you reading your Bible as somebody looking for treasure so precious your hands tremble when you're holding it? Because if you drop it, if you lose it, you've lost the most precious thing you could find. Are you searching for this truth like maybe you see uh, folks running around the mall looking for things? Or... Have you ever seen somebody in a jewelry store, how, how they just look at every ring, every piece of jewelry, 
and they have to try it on. They have to look at it. They have to see how much it's worth, how much they can afford. And sometimes they say, you know what? I can't afford it, but I've got to have it. And then they'll, they'll go sell something to get the money or they'll go rearrange their finances so they can get the money or they'll, they'll, they'll create some kind of financial arrangement so they can have this precious thing. Is that what we're coming to this for? You know? You've got half the world's population denying Christianity is real because they're proclaiming some other religion. And then you've probably got the other half of the world saying, you know what? It's fake. It's false. Jesus would never rose. Or I'm a Christian, but I don't even believe that Jesus rose from the dead. Most of the world is going to reject all this. And all through biblical history, there's a sliver of people, there's a group of people who keep God centered in their hearts. Is that you? Is that me? Well, to get where we need to be, we don't have to do anything. As we've learned in Galatians and Ephesians, Jesus Christ did it all. Jesus Christ sacrificed himself, and through grace, God's grace, we've been saved. So we don't have to do anything to get this. Okay, now you've got it. Now you, you claim the Lord. You claim Jesus' sacrifice for you. Now what? And this is the father inviting this, the child. Do you want wisdom? Do you want my wisdom? And that wisdom starts as fear of the Lord. So that <clears throat> I just needed to get that off uh, out of my heart to you. Let's jump right in. Verse number one. My son, <clears throat> do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. <clears throat> Again, the father is talking to the son. And keep it in your heart. Keep your heart centered on Christ. Keep your heart centered on God. <clears throat> you have to have a Christ-centered heart. And it's, uh, as McGee points out, a loving devotion in your heart. He didn't say keep, keep my words and the teaching in your brain or write them down on a piece of paper. The Father wants it written in this heart. And your Father wants it in your heart too. Because these words are given to you in love. Jesus' sacrifice was given to you in love. Jesus Christ is love. And the because it says the fulfillment of the law is love. That's what it says in Galatians. I believe that's chapter 4. The, 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 the fulfillment of the law is love. So these commandments, these teachings are from love. Love fulfills the old law. Your Father wants it in your heart because it's love. Peace, they will add to you. Peace. Peace is the Lord Jesus. He's the Prince of Peace. He brings peace on earth. He reconciles you to God's wrath. Your sin is reconciled and you have peace. Jesus Christ is peace. Now, that the presence of His peace doesn't mean the absence of your troubles but peace. If you keep his words, 
Jesus is the Word, but Jesus also is peace. You have to start to the proper response to receive Jesus Christ in your life, to receive this Word, is a humble heart, and you will have peace. Verse 3, let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. God has steadfast love and faithfulness for you. He has more love for you than you have for Him. He has more faith in you than you could ever have in Him. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. God's love, God's steadfast love, His loving kindness, His faithfulness needs to be in your heart. Just like the Holy Spirit supposed to live in your heart. Put them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. So, verse 4, so you will find favor and good success in the, light, in the sight of God and man. <clears throat> You're going to bring favor. You're going to please God if you keep His love for you in your heart. And His faithfulness to you in your heart. Because there's nothing else good in your heart. Your heart's full of sin. But when His love is dwells in your heart, when His Holy Spirit dwells in your heart, that sin is overlooked. Sin is forgiven. And you're a child of God. Verse 5 and 6, famous verses. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Trust. Who are you going to trust? Are you going to trust in the world or are you going to trust in yourself? Are you going to trust in your wisdom and your agenda or the worldly wisdom and the worldly agenda? Not. You're not going to trust in either one. You have to trust in the Lord. The Lord's wisdom is against man's, the, 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 the wisdom of this world. You have to place your faith in Him and nothing else. With a little bit? No, with all of your heart. You've got to give Him everything. This is what these words are saying. You can't go into your relationship with the Jesus Christ who sacrificed Himself for you whose beard was torn out, whose face was mauled, who was whipped and beaten and his flesh was torn. He was, and as, as it says in Isaiah, you couldn't even recognize that he was a person after what they did to him. You're going to trust him with part way, a little bit? No, the word here says, with all your heart, and don't even think about leaning on your own understanding. If this is wisdom, and don't even think about trying to go through life figuring it out yourself. If you're not looking for God's wisdom, like you are a fine piece of jewelry or a precious metal, you don't have the right attitude of your heart. Why? Because you don't have fear of the Lord in your heart. Why? Because you don't properly realize how bad you are, how lowly you are, and how unapproachable to the Lord in heaven He is. How great He is. If you really stop and understand how wretched and terrible our sin has made us, 
and what he has done and what he has sacrificed so that you could have life, you would feel bad. You would feel humbled. And you would have that proper fear, that reverence, that respect. Because, you know, you should be fearful if you fall away from his teaching. If your heart is is moved off of the center. If he is not in the center of your heart, you should be scared to death that that would happen. Because if that happens and you fall away or you lose your spot, you lose his favor, you can be lost forever. You're held <clears throat> together by one single thread. It's like a, maybe picture it like this. If you're like an astronaut trying to take a spacewalk from the spaceship and you're floating out in space and you're trying to work on a satellite and repair it, there's only one thing that's holding your life together. That's that lifeline. That's that lifeline that you have connecting you to the spaceship. And you should be scared to death if something happens to that lifeline because you drift out in space and be lost forever. No one would ever even remember you, know where you were, because there's no way back. That's what sin can do in your heart, or man's wisdom can do in your heart, or the worldly wisdom can do in your heart, or your own wisdom can do in your heart. And it says, verse 6, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Trust your heart has to have humility. But in your ways, it's talking about your walk again with Him. In all your ways, in your paths, in the way you walk, He will make straight your paths. Verse 7, Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Again, your life is held together in reality by one little thread, and that is your connection to the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything else, no matter how beautiful, precious, or solid it looks, don't build your foundation there. And you've got to fear what would happen if you lose that little thread. Keep your heart centered on Him. Verse 8, it will be healing to your flesh and refreshing to your bones. You know, it's funny when you see all these people with uh, diseases, they'll have diabetes or cancer, uh, they need medicine and they cling to the medicine. They want to get medicine. Or somebody with, with an infection, they want an antibiotic. They want to heal their flesh so badly. Somebody with a broken bone, you think they're going to be concerned about something else? No, they're concerned about that broken bone. Somebody breaks a toe, their whole world becomes revolved around their toe. Somebody comes in and they're constipated, all they're going to talk about is the next bowel movement. Sorry to be so crude, but it's true. Nothing is worse than when something is wrong. But you know what? You may not spiritually think anything's wrong. And isn't that a terrifying thing to walk through life and not appreciate the disease of in your spiritual life? <clears throat> spiritual cancer. 
spiritual fractures, spiritual disease. That's what the verse is talking about. Verse 9, honor the Lord with your wealth and the first fruits from all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. McGee says, it's not the length of how long we pray, but the length of the check that you write when you give. You're supposed to give. Now, the Bible says a tenth is tithing. There's no absolute on that. But you're supposed to bring the first fruits of what you make, what you earn, and give to the Lord. Why? It's an acknowledgement that it's all His to start with. There's no rule. It's not you buying your way into heaven. That doesn't have anything to do with your salvation. It's a way to honor the Lord. Verse 11, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him who he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. God may choose to throw some discipline your way or throw some discipline my way. If there's sin in your life, you grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ has already died. And he died for the sin that you've just committed. But discipline from the Lord is the ability to lean on him and to put him first. And sometimes we have to have a wake-up call to put him first. There's nothing pretty about discipline. But its effects can change your life. Verse 13, Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than gain from silver and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. Again, in the last um, chapter 2, a woman, uh, a sinful woman was used to talk about um, sort of a visual picture to stay away from the sinful woman. Now we're talking about a woman being the personification of wisdom. Long life is in her right hand. In her hand are the riches and honor. Why is God trying to teach you and me to be wise, to lean on his understanding? Because a godly life will keep you healthy. That's true. You know, drunkardness leads to liver cirrhosis and diabetes. And sexual immorality, we know nowadays, can lead to HIV and STDs and all kind of problems there. Drunkardness, motor vehicle accidents, drunk driving, leads to so many deaths. You have to be careful the way you live. This is very scriptural. Not to mention the sin, but just from the physical part. And no, because you have a disease doesn't mean you're a sinner. No, that I mean, Job got ridiculed for that. But these are, these, this, is, this is spiritual wisdom. These are spiritual truths that 
vile living can cause you to have more problems than if you live in an upright manner. Her ways, verse 17, are ways of pleasantness, and in all her paths are peace. Talking about the spiritual walk again. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. To those who hold her fast are called blessed. Verse 19, the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. Okay, now we're talking about the Lord again. And His greatness founded the earth by understanding. He established the heavens. By His knowledge, the deeps broke open and the clouds dropped down the dew. This is God's wisdom. It's all-encompassing. And again, the Father is inviting the Son. Keep this wisdom in your heart. Put all your trust in Him. Don't lean on your understanding. Be careful how you walk. Honor the Lord with the way you live. And remember, this Lord is so great. He made the heavens and the earth. Verse 21, My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be the life. They will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. We're going to end here. Verse 23, that's where McGee is ending. These words are life. The Word of God is life. In, verse, in chapter 2, verse 1, My son, if you receive my words, if you receive this word, receive this word, the Word of God, receive the Word which is Jesus Christ. Verse 21 again in chapter 3. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. Discretion meaning filter out what's coming at you from the world or from your own heart. Because a little bit of sin can get in your heart and turn that heart upside down. And now you're going in reverse or you're looking down instead of up or looking everywhere else. It'll blind you. It only takes a minute. Don't lose sight. You've got to keep your heart centered on the Lord. Because these words are life. So I hope this is helpful and encouraging to you. I hope it it just solidifies and crystallizes how important it is to seek this wisdom. So uh, for me to all of you, God bless you. I'll see you next time. Uh, Keep your hearts centered on Christ. And now I'll turn the podcast over to Matali, my co-host from Zambia. Matali, I hope you're doing well. I missed you yesterday, so, um, and I know we all do. So I can't wait to hear your take on this as well. God bless you. We'll see you next time. And take it away, Matali. Hello, so today's teaching is coming from Proverbs chapter 2, verses 16 through to 22, and Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through to 22. So Proverbs chapter 2, 
looks at the two warnings that a young man um, should heed when um, he goes out there in the world. Um, and um, Proverbs chapter 3 verses 1 through to 22 looks at the steps of responsibility of a young man. So the steps that are, are needed in order um, to be to, 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 in order for the young man to, um, you know, to understand and um, heed the word of God. So, you know, a young man, um, after leaving, um, you know, the home of his father and mother, um, the young man needs Christ. And, um, you know, steps are needed um, in order to be ordered by um, the word of God for this young man. So, Proverbs chapter 2, verses um, 16 through to 22, scripture reads, To deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. So this is talking about the stranger woman. Um, you know, back in the day... Um, In the Old Testament, um, in Israel, God made a law that no woman was to be a prostitute. So um, a lot of um, um, the, the, the prostitutes were, and this was, uh, the law that was passed was for the Israelites, um, the chosen people of God. So um, the stranger women, the prostitutes were usually the Gentiles. And... Um, you know, if we look at our society today, um, we have, um, you know, our contemporary culture, which is the new morality, but we still have that old nature. And that old nature is, um, you know, is our old nature of sin. Um, it's still there um, because um, man naturally is a sinner. And um, this old nature is um, this corruptible um, um, sin is just inherent in us because um, this is why Christ was came down to earth was uh, sent down to earth by um, God the Father to actually um, you know save us to take away the sins of the world so um, it's Scripture reads to, uh, in verse 16, to deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house leads down to death and her paths to the dead. None who go to her return, nor do they regain the paths of life. So, um, you know, this stranger woman, um, she just leads to death and destruction. If we look at our modern day reality, um, things that are made to look um, um, a certain way to fit, um, you know, our contemporary culture, um, you find there's a lot of disease, there's a lot of um, immorality in, in, in the world today. And, you know, you take the path of vanity and immorality, it leads to death. Um, 
it's a path of destruction. You know, you find a lot of adultery, a lot of fornication, and um, you find, um, you know, epidemic diseases like STIs and um, uh, and um, incurable diseases. And, um, you know, this, as if referred to the Old Testament, is like the stranger woman who, who in this particular um, chapter... Um, the young man is taught to, to, to like walk away from. So, um, you know, the two warnings that um, the young man is given is um, the evil man and um, the danger of walking and associating with him. So, um, and um, the second warning is um, that of the strange woman. And this is um, the... The stranger woman. This is um, the Gentile prostitute. So um, it goes on to read, So you may walk in the way of goodness and keep to the path of righteousness. For the upright will dwell in the land and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the earth and the unfaithful will be uprooted. So, um, you know, the teaching here is the young man should keep to the path of righteousness and should Keep away from the path of the wicked because it leads to death and destruction. If you choose uh, vanity and life here on earth and you, you choose to, um, you know, live by your own understanding as the foolish and the wicked, um, it leads to, it only leads to death and destruction. If, um, as young people today, you know, we choose uh, the righteous path, because um, Christ is um, represents eternal life. Christ is wisdom, and Christ gives eternal life. And um, if we choose the path of the righteous, um, and um, we walk in the way of goodness and keep the path of righteousness, uh, we will dwell in the land, and the blameless, and the blameless will actually dwell in um, the promised land that. Um, you know, God has promised to his faithful and his children and the believers. So um, chapter 3 of scripture um, goes on to talk about, um, you know, what the responsibilities, the steps that a young man should actually heed. And um, verse 1 reads, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. So, um, you know, this is, um, you know, it's more than just submitting to duty. It's, um, you know, loving submission. It's just, it's more, it's, it's, you know, we have to learn to, um, submit to the Lord and love submitting to the Lord. And, um, you know, we should love, uh, devotion, the devotion of God. And because scripture says, if you love me, follow my commandments. So, um, you know, um, we have to meditate upon the word of God for us in order for us to actually understand it. Um, Christ, um, does not force anybody to actually follow him. He wants us to willingly follow him and love him and glorify his name. Um, verse two of scripture reads, um, for the length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. So if you follow Christ, um, you know, you have um, eternal life. 
um, like it was it's, it was stated um, earlier in verse 20 in chapter of chapter 2 verse 21 20 and 21 it says um, and keep the paths of righteousness for the upright will dwell in the land in the promised land um, so verses 3 and 4 of scripture read um, let not mercy and truth forsake you blind them around your neck or bind them sorry around your neck write them on the tablet of your heart and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God so God wants us to follow him to to with all our hearts um he wants um total submission so um you know the law was given by Moses to actually um be followed and but grace and truth was given by Jesus Christ. So, you know, loving kindness um, is grace. And, um, you know, we are saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. If, you know, we do not depart from him, we will have favor from God. So um, if we, um, you know, we write, um, you know, we write, um, we do not forsake uh, mercy and truth and um, we bind it, we we binding it around our necks this is um you know total devotion you know with um with uh um you know with loving submission to the lord and we bind it and we write it on our hearts um you know we follow christ and with all our hearts our mind and our soul um and you know only then um would we get favor from 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 God? Scripture in verse five and six read, um, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart." So the Lord wants us to follow Him with all our heart, with all our, you know, our being, our fiber, and um, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct you your path. So, you know. We're supposed to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. You know, every day we're supposed to be thankful to the Lord. Uh, be it a gloomy day, be it a bright day. But, you know, it's a new day that the Lord has given us. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. So every day, uh, let us thank the Lord with all our hearts. You know, let us trust in the Lord uh, with our hearts. And he shall direct us in our paths. And, you know, be it a very bad day, um, Christ will will guide us and will always be there for us. Um, you know, not every day can be all roses and sunshine and rainbows. Um, some days are gloomy and all, but if we trust in the Lord and we let the Holy Spirit dwell in us, um, he, will, he will guide us. He will not leave us or forsake us. Verses um, 7 and 8 read, um, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. So, um, you know, trust in the Lord with all your, with you know, with all your heart, and um, the Lord will be um, health to to our flesh. You know, keep away from evil. Um, it's good health to trust in the Lord. You know, like he's better than the doctors today that are around, the modern day doctors. Um, you know, let us depart as as children of God. Let us depart from all iniquity and let us keep 
um, believing and following Christ um, because um, Christ is life. Yeah, he is eternal life. So he wants our total commitment. Um, he wants us as his children to to commit to him and to um, devote to him. Um, scripture reads in verse 9, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. So total commitment, let us give to the Lord who makes everything possible. Spiritually um, is not the length of, you know, the speech that you give or, you know, the, um, but it's the length of the check that you actually give. I mean, like um, God has given us in abundance. So, um, you know, to show gratitude, give back. Don't give this long and lengthy speech and, um, you know, long and winding speech. God just wants to see commitment and gratefulness from us. So, um, you know, if, if, if God has given you um, abundant rain, God has given you a good crop, um, give back uh, to the Lord. Show gratitude um, to the Lord. So, um, Moving down to scripture, uh, verses 11 read, My son, do not despise um, the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correctness. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as the father, the son in whom he delights. So, um, you know, earlier on when we started in the book of Proverbs, uh, we had talked about spare the rod and spoil the child. So God will correct us. God doesn't correct the devil's children. He puts his own children in line. But, you know, he his own, he puts them in line. So uh, God chastens us to do. Um, and if God chastens us, you know, we should not be wary. Um, he does so because there's a very good reason why he does so. He is um, the creator and God's always right. And he knows what's right for um, his children. Um, he'll look at the devil's children and be like, oh, okay, you know, those are not my children. But his own, he will put in line. And um, he does that for good reason, so that, you know, we may grow up to be upright and um, in, and, and morally right. And um, we may live a righteous life. Um, we may walk in the path of righteousness. Um <clears throat> Moving down um, to scripture, it reads, Happy is the man who finds wisdom, wisdom being Christ, um, and the man who gains understanding for her proceeds. So um, in this particular instance, it says her, meaning wisdom, meaning um, wisdom is represented by um, a woman because, um, by a female. So um, it says, for her proceeds are better than the profits of um, silver and the gain that and her gain than fine gold she is more precious than rubies so you know wisdom is you know um you know if you find christ it's more um it's more precious than silver and gold and uh, more precious than rubies to have christ in your life um than um you know the vanity of the earth of the world today. Um, these are things that we'll find and we're going to leave. But uh, Christ gives us eternal life. 
and um and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her length of days is in her right hand in her left hand riches of and honor he her ways are ways of pleasantness and all the her paths are peace she is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and happy are all who retain her <clears throat> so um god has promised long life to those who serve him we need to go after god's heart um you know you find um people in the bible who were after god's own heart so um you know with this commitment um you know like um the way people get committed to just acquiring um to try and acquire gold and silver uh why not focus all that energy and time in acquiring god's heart you know um let us put on christ um so um let us um let us walk the righteous path let us um you know lean not on our own understanding verse 19 to 22 read the lord by wisdom founded the earth so the lord founded the earth by wisdom christ is wisdom if you find christ you find wisdom by understanding he established the heavens by his knowledge the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew my son let them not depart from your eyes keep sound wisdom and discretion so they will be life to your soul so um you know the the young man was taught to um keep in the path of righteousness and um let these words um not depart from um the life of his soul um let him seek wisdom and understanding you know happy is the man who finds wisdom solomon had wisdom he asked for wisdom from god and you know and a man who gains understanding for her proceeds are better than you know the profits profits of silver and gold so um today's teaching is basically um you know wisdom and um advice being imparted upon the young man when he goes out in the world you know stay away from the stranger woman and you know follow the righteous path and um um and um seek wisdom and um yeah um that way um you will have um a long life so yeah this is today's teaching thank you all for listening um god bless and bye bye